to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Let's face it, we know these kind of kids. The kind of kids that you look at and you're like, seriously? Why? Why did you just do that? It's like they almost can't help getting into trouble. Travis and Corey are like that. Travis and Corey, not only do they get in trouble, but mostly they get in trouble because they like to play tricks. Well, trick is on them this particular summer because of their tendency to laugh at things that no one else necessarily thinks are funny. They have been banned, yes, banned, from the camp that they always go to over the summer. Now, they're too young to stay by themselves all summer long, so their parents have decided to ship them off to camp. Well, this time the camp has said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. We really do want, do not want your darling ha, 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 children back again. Which means that their parents are kind of left scrambling and they decide to send their lovely children off to stay with grandmother. Grandmother who happens to have an inn located in Vermont. So Corey and Travis are planning to have a very dull, long, boring summer. But when they arrive at the in in Vermont, their grandmother divulges some kind of interesting information about the inn they're going to be staying at. Turns out this inn is in a book called The Haunted Inns of Vermont. And it claims that there's some ghost or something that's been lurking around the inn for years. Well, their grandmother says, yeah, whatever. Since I bought the inn three years ago, I have not seen hide nor hair of this supposed ghost. But that doesn't stop people from turning up to visit the inn in the hopes of seeing this ghost. So, what do you suppose Travis and Corey decide to do? Yeah, that's right. They're like, there may not be a ghost here right now, but there certainly will be over the next couple of weeks while we're around. So they start plotting what they're going to do. And there's this one couple that have checked in the Jennings, and the Jennings are super interested in finding this ghost. And they make some little plans, Travis and Corey. They decide that Corey is going to get dressed up in, like, she's going to put on this white makeup and wear this long, flowy, like, night dress and put a scarf around her hair. And they're going to sneak out in the middle of the night and make a lot of noise. And hopefully, people will think they have seen a ghost. But they, they preface this first by kind of saying, oh, well, you know, I happened to see a ghost the other night. And of course, the Jennings are like, oh, wait, you saw a ghost? And, you know, they point them to look in a certain direction. So sure enough, that night, Corey gets all dressed up and she goes outside and Travis is watching her and it's really dark and spooky and quiet. And so Corey starts, and not loud enough. So then she goes again, and she gets really loud, and the lights go on the inn, and they go scampering back into their room. They leap into their beds right before their grandmother opens the door, and she's like, children, did you hear anything? And they're like, what? No, we were sleeping. And the grandmother's like, huh, must have been a screech owl or something like that. So the grandmother leaves, and they're like, you know, we've begun the haunting of the inn. They're super excited about this. And the next morning, of course, everyone at the inn is talking about what happened the night before. So Travis and Corey are feeling fabulous that they have pulled this amazing trick over on everyone. And they kind of separate that day and they're doing their own thing. And uh, 
Travis decides he's going to kind of wander over to the the little area, the haunted area where they were the night before and just kind of wander around and take a look at it. No one noticed me stroll across the lawn to the haunted grove, as Mr. and Mrs. Jennings now called it. The sun had just sunk behind the mountains, and the air was growing cool and damp. A breeze rustled the leaves, and a bird called. As I stood in the shadows, looking at the inn, I had a sudden feeling I wasn't alone. Expecting to see my sister, I glanced behind me. No one was there, but the feeling lingered. Corey? I peered into the shadows, gathering under the trees. For a second, I thought I saw something duck out of sight behind one of the tall oaks. Hey! I called. I see you! My voice sounded loud in the quiet evening and a little high-pitched, almost as though I was scared, which, of course, I wasn't. No one answered. Leaves rustled, and something on the ground snapped, maybe a branch cracking under a foot, maybe an animal scurrying past unseen. With a shiver, I left the grove and hurried back to the inn. I told myself I'd heard a squirrel or a bird, but I couldn't shake the feeling that someone had been watching me. What Travis and Corey don't realize is that when they pretended to be ghosts, they woke up the real ones. All the Lovely Bad Ones by Mary Donning Hahn. 